Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Sonic. Woo! Episode 21, our podcast can go to Vegas now. Yeah, can go gambling. Put it all on red. Ooh. Uh, Welcome to the show. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there right now. Do you sometimes wonder, are you the weird person at work? I didn't, but I do now. Top ranking podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. We've been talking this week about that weirdo. I mean, that interesting person you work with. The eccentric you work with. Oh, there's one in every office. I can't even remember. What was the text message that got us talking about this? Oh, I don't even know. If I could go back in time and relive that moment, oh, though. Oh, I know what it was. It was the uh, the guy who came into work this week after the weekend sent out an all-staff email to everyone on staff, and I think he works for a big company, like 150 people or so, telling them that him and his wife were divorcing because he found out she was having an affair. And she was addicted to online shopping, and she bought a new car without talking to him first. Yeah. Strikes one, two, and three in that order. That's a bit of an overshare, so that's kind of weird at work. That's uh, that's what got us talking about that. And then everybody was sharing stories of the weird, the eccentric that they work with. This, um, I want to read you this one here, and I wonder who this lucky girl is. But Garner and Bryce, I worked with a guy who broke both his arms in an accident. When he returned to work, he had casts on both arms. Uh-huh. So he brought his wife in with him every day. To help him in the bathroom. Ew. Gross. When it was suggested that he work from home until he fully recovered, he said, nah, it's fine. My wife doesn't have anything going on during the day anyway. Oh, that's nice. She's a lucky girl. She sounds like a really lucky girl. And you know what that relationship is full of? What? Love. Everyone's weird at work. It's funny, whenever I see somebody with a cast on both arms, the first thing I think about is... How do you uh, how do you take care of yourself back there? Yeah, and it's a valid question. Yeah. I think having both your arms broken at the same time is probably among the most unfortunate injuries a person could suffer, mostly because of that reason. Oh, here's a new daredevil sport for the office. I had two coworkers that had a banana fully peeled, and they each deep throated the banana from both sides until their lips touched. Wow. That's called banana chicken. <laughs> they lady in the tramp that banana. Ooh. Everyone's weird at work. Hey Garner, I got a little uh, weird at work story for you. Ooh, okay, let's do it together. Weird, weird at, at work. work. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, worked in an office place with uh, a younger employee that. Uh, Everybody kind of looked at sideways because you do the type of things like never take vacation except for one day to go ride the bus to the north side of town and get paid to try sample deli meat. Um, <laughs> what? No, that's legit? That's for real? Yeah, I, I, it was, uh, I don't know what they were trying, but he, he would take time off to go get paid $5 to, to sample different experimental deli meats, I presume. Ooh, experimental dental, that's the best. 
Well, is it? Yeah, he he would take a day off to go get paid to do a focus group or market research. Yeah, um, but he also he was probably about twenty years old, still living at home but working in an office. And I presume his family wanted him to still contribute stuff. So we'd occasionally catch him just uh, casually walking into the lunchroom, carrying a file folder and reaching into the fridge. And we used to have uh, uh, cartons of creamer and cartons of milk for your tea and coffee. And he'd just casually slip one or two of those cartons into that file folder and whistle his way back onto his desk and slide them into the backpack for the end of the day. Wow. I was, uh, there's got to be a better way to steal condiments and creamers out of the fridge than in a file folder i i feel like if you're going to be bold enough to steal that at work you just look people straight in the eye and take it and walk away yeah. just power move it Everyone's weird, at work. weird people at work garner and bryce one time i came in early for my shift and saw my manager microwaving her socks to warm them up after asking her why She's doing this, especially in the shared staff microphone, our microwave. She said she does this every morning because her feet get cold. Yuck. Let's just say I started bringing more sandwiches to work. <laughs> Everyone's weird at work. Oh, we could just keep going all day, couldn't we? That microwave one is disgusting. It is. It makes you wonder what happens in the staff microwave after hours. It really does. I'm not supervising that thing 24-7, and now I'm just going to assume people are putting their stinky socks in it. Ugh. Ooh. Garner, I don't know if this is weird, but there's a guy that I work with that sits on one of those yoga ball things instead of a chair. Oh, we've all seen the yoga ball guy. Uh, but he has since started wearing wooden shoes around the office. I, ha- I asked him once, hey, are you Dutch? And he said, no, I just like the way they fit. No one wears wooden shoes for comfort. Des. I would agree. <laughs> Wooden shoes. All right, sure. Oh. Everyone's weird at work. Somebody else texted and said, hey, Wooden Shoe Guy is guitar in the park or unicycle guy on the weekend. That's exactly who that is. Unicycle guy. Is there anything? They, they just love talking. They're dying to talk about their unicycle. You know who's interested? Nobody. And that's why nobody ever asks about their unicycle. Man, oh, man. This reminds me of a guy, it's sort of sim- similar, somewhat re- related to the unicycle or the guitar in the park guy. I used to live in another city, and every day I was working on a morning show there, and I'd be driving home at lunchtime in the summertime, and I'd come up to this T intersection, and I had to turn left, but straight in front of me was a beautiful park. A small park, but it was a, it was a nice little park. And this guy used to haul his, like his bench press bench and it had the leg curl attachment on it and he'd bring a selection of free weights and dumbbells and he would set up on the sidewalk right in front of this park and it was a residential park i'm not talking about in downtown it was like in the suburb somewhere but he'd haul all that stuff out there wow so that he could lift paint lift weights right at the t intersection where everyone could see him what a gift for the ladies oh what a gift. He would be probably a wooden shoe guy in the office. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. Bryce, I, I feel like wooden shoes are the sombrero of shoes. It's kind of like you go to Mexico and you buy yourself a sombrero and you have to fly home with it on your head. 
because it won't fit in the overhead. And you're like, I'm totally going to wear this sombrero everywhere I go when I get back to Canada. But you never do. It just ends up in the garage sale. Yeah, it's like the wicker cowboy hat that comes with a case of beer. Yes. You're like, oh, finally, I get this cowboy hat. I'm going to wear it all the time. Woo! And then you don't. No, of course you don't. Same thing with wooden shoes. It's like you go over to Dutchville, the Netherlands, I believe they call it. <laughs> they should call it Dutchville, though. And you're like, and it's beautiful there. And you travel around, and you go, I'm going to go home with some wooden shoes. And you go home with the wooden shoes, except for the difference is, is you don't start wearing to the office and claiming that they're the most comfortable shoes you ever wore. I couldn't believe the amount of people who came to the defense of wooden shoes talking about how incredibly comfortable they are. Mm. Like, are, are wooden shoes different than how I picture in my head? Because the way I picture them in my head is they're a solid piece of wood that yes. you just slip your foot into. They don't form to your foot. Like, they no. will never break in and become comfortable like a pair of leather boots or something. No, and they're not going to bend at the toes, will they? Like, so you'll be walking around like you're in ski boots. Yeah. And again, this is not a, a diss against the beloved Dutch people. I'm a big fan. The Dutch people, all they've done to promote cycling as a, a viable mode of transportation, gold star. Wind energy, gold star. Uh, speed skating, gold star. Well, you know what? Candy. The Dutch, your candy is horrible. Mm. But everything else you do is fantastic. Except for putting your chips in boxes. I don't like that. That's old Dutch. That has nothing to do with the Netherlands. No? That might be a Canadian company, Bryce. <laughs> My world is upside down. Yeah. Their candy, though, literally, Dutch candy, it's like, it feels like somebody walked into the pantry and went, well, all I got left is black licorice and coarse salt. Here we go. Here you go, children. Happy Halloween. But the number of professionals who are like, oh, no, wooden shoes, the most comfortable option for me. I couldn't believe the number of people who work in the OR. Yeah, doctors and nurses claiming that wooden shoes are the way to... That just... It just seems to me like you'd get guts all over your feet. Like, you probably are going to get blood and guts on your feet anyway. So you, you need something that wipes down easy. Wood is porous. The <laughs> guts are going to soak into the wooden shoes. That's a terrible choice. I'll tell you one thing, Bryce... I used to be a doctor. Well, I wasn't. I had the mark. I didn't even have the marks. But if I was a doctor, I would not be wearing wooden shoes because of how porous they are. And I just imagine that they are wood on the bottom. So all you hear is the clickety clack of wood shoes all over the yeah. linoleum floors <laughs> in the surgery room. You've got some vascular surgeon trying to concentrate on making sure he cuts the right one. And you got click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. Yeah, I don't want my surgeon elbows deep in my chest cavity. Suddenly nicking the wrong artery because of the clickety clack of the nurse behind him. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Top ranking podcast. Garner, I'd like to introduce a new feature. Okay. It's pretty simple. We call it Good or Not Good? Good or not good? Good or not good. Well, we review just whatever we feel like reviewing. It could be oh. a movie, TV show. A restaurant? A restaurant, a flavor of Doritos, whatever it is. Okay, I like this. Good or not. So there's no middle ground. It's either good or it's not good. Yeah. Okay. The world has too many choices in it, too many opinions. So <laughs> it's the, either black or it's white. Yeah, it's good or it's not good. Okay. So I thought because, you know, the Oscars just happened not long ago. Mm, yeah. And Bohemian Rhapsody had a very nice night. Sure did. So I'm like, you've seen it, I've seen it. Why not do the inaugural good or no good on Bohemian Rhapsody? Okay. 
review a movie that everybody's seen. I like this idea. Yeah, let's review a movie that came out several months ago. Did you see the guy, what's his name? Rami Malek. Did you see he fell down the stairs? Yeah, so he wins Best Actor. He goes up there, gives a very nice speech, and everyone's happy for him. And then apparently when the cameras cut away, he just went ass over tea kettle down the (laughs) stairs. To the point that the paramedics had to come visit him. Oh, I feel for the guy because this is the biggest moment of his life, his greatest achievement probably he'll ever have. And boom, falls down the stairs right into the lap of, I don't know who was it, Bradley Cooper or Lady, whoever was sitting in the front row, and they're just staring at him, and Ooh. he's staring back. And When he was staring back, was he making this face? <laughs> his face doesn't move too much. Though. No, his face is raw. His face looks like his skin is on too tight. Like he's like, hey, I'm Rami Malek. Very taut. Very taut. Yeah, maybe very. he's just super fit. Maybe he's fit in the face. I don't know. That's all I think of now when I see him. Before I was like, oh yeah, the guy who played Fred, Freddie Mercury, or he's on that show that I've never watched. But now I'm like, that's the guy who fell down the stairs at the Oscars. Do you think Brian May enjoys having that haircut? The guy from Queen. I don't think he does at all. He like it's a ridiculous. It looks like one of those old wigs that a judge wore. <laughs> Oh, it does kind like of. Like a Victorian wig? I I start looking at Brian May, and I don't want to diss his accomplishments as a rock and roll musician. No, not at all. But I sometimes feel like maybe he's hung on to the hairstyle because he wants to be noticed when he goes to an airport. Yeah. He or seems a club. Because it has not changed. You look at pictures of him in the 80s. Yeah. And pictures of him now, and the hair is exactly the same. It's just a little grayer. Yeah, it's a little more white than it was back in the 80s. But it's exactly the same, and I think it is a very little, I'm Brian May. Yeah, hey, everybody. In case you were wondering, you can tell by the hair, it is me. So is it the same reason that Bono wears those glasses all the time? Without question. You think Bono wants to be noticed wherever he goes? Yeah. And Bono's glasses is not one of those things where people are dying to tell you, they think they're going to tell you for the first time why he wears, yeah. do you know why Bono wears those glasses? Because he has some sort of eye thing? Because of an eye issue he got as a younger man. Mm. Like, Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, I think he just wears them because he wants to be noticed. He sure does. It, it's the same deal, uh, Slash's hat. <laughs> oh, okay. Remember, so one time we were staying in the same hotel as him. Right, yeah, yeah, in Toronto. And... He, what we were in the lobby bar one night and there was a lot of people around and he walked in or he walked by. What was the deal? I just remember being in the bar and someone being like, oh my God, Slash just walked in. Slash is right over there. And you're like, what? Turn around, whipping my head, look and look and look and look and I'm not spotting him. The reason being, he didn't have his hat on. (laughs) And he had his hair in a bun. Yeah. He had his, (laughs) he just looked like, I don't think he had sunglasses on either. No, it was weird. Like, I I feel like that's the thing. I, Slash could go anywhere. He could do anything without that top hat on. The minute the top hat goes on, everybody's like, hey, there's Slash. Yeah, it was weird. It's like when you see the picture of an owl without feathers. Everybody, like, I'll give you a minute right now. Everybody Google that image. It's so delightful. An owl without feathers? Oh, it's the worst thing you'll ever see. You see it and you're like, how on earth is that an owl? But, like, and a, owls are adorable when they have feathers. Yeah, when they don't, they look like a nightmare. Holy it's crap. It's like a bear without fur. You're like, what is that? Yeah. So when we saw a Slash without a top hat on, we were just like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I'm taken back. I needed a minute to catch my breath. Yeah. So long story short, Bohemian Rhapsody... Good? Good. Good or not good? Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. 
Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top ranking podcast with Garner and Bryce. Garner, I read a study because that's how I spend my free time is I read study and research. Yeah. That's how I say research. Research? Research. Uh, I say news as well. Great. But I was reading a new study and it was talking about how in Canada we're, we're seeing this devastation in the forests especially kind of in Ontario and Manitoba, they're being decimated because the USA is just in love with plush toilet paper. Oh. And apparently the soft wood from Canada is what they use to make the very fancy toilet papers down there. They go through so much. It's, it's a staggering number. It will knock you on your back. <laughs> they say the average American, and bear in mind there's 350 million, yeah, million, 350 million. Americans, that the average three rolls... Per person per week. Wow. So that's like a billion rolls of toilet paper a week down in the USA, the bulk of which are made from Canadian wood. So that's the – I'm not even going to bore you with the environmental concerns of that. But have, have you noticed that toilet paper has become – it's gotten to be very luxurious? It's like trying to <laughs> – it's like trying to flush a sleeping bag down the toilet. <laughs> Some of them – It's yeah. very thick. Yeah, you're like, is this a toilet paper? Is this a handmade scarf? Yeah. Like, you can't tell the difference. And I know I like that people are always like, toilet paper hasn't changed at all since uh. it was invented whenever it was invented. And then uh, you're like, no, no, it hasn't. It has. Because you go through the aisle now and the options are endless. There used to be one kind of toilet paper. And also, we need to discuss this is my biggest beef right now is how specific. Toilet paper TV commercials have come. Oof. Like they're they're no longer. Here's some adorable kittens frolicking next to some toilet paper. Now you got bears and the mummy bears yelling at the daddy bear, like I'm not picking it up, and he's like, I'm not picking it up. I'm not picking. And they're arguing over who has to pick up the little boy's underpants that he left on the bathroom floor <laughs> because they're so dirty. Because he's been using the wrong kind of toilet paper. Yeah, those cartoon bears and their wiping habits have oh. become far too public for my liking. Yes. I I, we all know what it does. We all know what the results should be. We don't need to see residue in a bear's butt crack in a TV commercial because that's what it's come down to. I'm of the mind, and maybe I'm alone on this island. That I don't think toilet paper even has to advertise. It's something we all need. It's something we all know where to get. And when we go to the toilet paper aisle, we're all we're not staying there mulling the options. Yeah, you're in and out. You're as quick as a ninja in that aisle, and you're just grabbing whatever's on sale. To yeah, exactly. Toilet paper is not cigarettes, where you're loyal to a brand. Toilet paper is literally. It's like you walk into a liquor store and you're looking at a rack of cheap beer. You take the cheapest one. Yeah, you take what's on sale and you get out and you hope that you don't run into someone you have a crush on. <laughs> that's where toilet paper is at. And or you, hopefully you don't have to take the bus home. Oh, that's a tough look. That's a tough run. When you have to go for, standing at the bus stop with a huge thing. Like Especially you went for the you, 48. Oh, yeah, roll. and you just missed the last bu bus and now it's going to be 22 minutes before the next bus comes. You got 22 minutes of shame. Man, that's rough. That's real rough. But this study, and they talked about in the study about how much money the toilet paper industry makes. How much? It's like 30 plus billion dollars. What? Like it's a big business. Make no mistake, toilet paper money is real money. 
Yeah. Never thought we'd have so many thoughts on toilet paper. Can we change the topic here a bit? Sure. Yeah. Actually, it's, <laughs> it's somewhat <Please> related. <laughs> Words and phrases that just sort of send you over the edge. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Oh, my God. I can't stand it when people refer to toilet paper as tickets. It's probably the least classy term for toilet paper I've ever heard. I never heard that before living in this part of the country. Uh, it seems to be of a local dialect. Well, I went to uh, a couple of weekends ago. I went and spent the weekend at my friend's cabin. It's a couple. And uh, this is my wife's best friend from childhood. And she's an educated woman. She's a classy, sophisticated woman. She has a career. She referred to them as tickets. And I just about fell off my chair. <laughs> And not in a good way when you're laughing so hard you fall off your chair. <laughs> like I almost fell off my chair because I wanted to hide from her. I don't know what it was. I just – that is nails on a chalkboard for me. Yeah. It doesn't paint a glamorous picture of a very unglamorous thing. Yeah. You know what other word can take a hike? Vacay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. People yeah. who shorten words. Were you going on vacay? Oh, as far away from you as I – or – the worst offender right here is when people go, delish. It was delish. You are eliminating the easiest, shortest syllable in that word. It's not really, you're not saving any time. All you're doing is eliminating the is, delicious. It's the easiest part of that word to say, now put it back on. I like when someone here at work said, uh, delish but nutrish. <laughs> I wanted to punch them. <laughs> What's with cray cray? It's like you're not even like you're you're still saying just as many syllables, crazy, cray, cray. You're just repeating the first one and it makes you sound like an idiot. It really does. Yeah. Oh. It seems like a lot of the abbreves. That's what I call abbreviations. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody texted in and said uh, they have a friend who when when she's looking for recommendations, she's like, Hey, anybody got any recos for a hotel in Portland? I've never met that person. Oh. I likely never will. But I already know that I could not be friends with them just because they say recos. What about the people that rub their food baby after they're done eating? Ooh. God, I hate food baby. Yeah, that paints a picture I don't want to see. I also, I can't stand, I can't stand any version of when people say comfy, snuggle, or cuddle. Ooh. I hate those three with a passion. I don't know not why. Not even cuddle? No, I think it's, it's just so flowery and foofy that I'm just, I can't stand it. What about your best girl? If she wants, if she says, oh, mm, Bryce Aroni, come on over here. Do you want to snuggle? What do you do? I, I call what it, it what it is. We're going to Spoon City. <laughs> <laughs> spoon City. Go to Spoon wow. City, baby. Like cuddling, snuggling. Or worse, when you when you put the abreves on snuggle, she's like, mm, just staying in for some late night snugs. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't. I can't. I won't. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. I feel like that episode in Family Guy when, uh, what's his name, Peter Griffin gets the uh, grinds, what grinds my gears yeah. thing on the local television station. You know what we need to do? We need to... Get more stuff off our chest. Get it off your chest! Wow, this, I feel like we're being really, really negative and cynical. I think it's the season. It's the lack of 
What is that? Vitamin D the sun gives you? Sure. I we'll go know. with D. Let's Maybe with it's D. C. I don't know. Could be all of them. It's whatever the daylight, sunshine, sadness thing is. But I sort of, I, I kind of feel like these are a lot of, like we were talking about words, delish, cray cray, all that kind of, it's not just you and I that are bothered by that. No. Yeah. I think everyone has a series of words that when you hear it, and I know for a lot of people that it's moist. Yeah, that seems to be the word that really gets under people's skin. It doesn't bother me, but clearly I do have my gripes. But there's, we were talking about on social media now, there's just, especially where we live, and it's minus a billion degrees right now, Mm -hmm. you wake up on a Monday morning and you fire up your Facebook or whatever your social media platform of choice is this month, and all you see is pictures of people's car dash where it reads the temperature. Yes, and that's one of those things, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, ooh, minus 41. That is cold. Ooh. And now I'm like, I don't – like, I get it. It's cold. Yeah. You know how I know that? Because I was outside earlier. Yeah. Because I have the same thing on my car. Because I have the same thing on my phone. Well, I know it's cold. I don't need a picture of your dash to remind me. And it's it works at the other extreme too when it's super hot out. Yeah. I don't need to see that it's plus 41. Yeah. Look at how hot it says it is in my car. Yes. It's the middle of summer. It's going to be hot. Yeah. So we started talking about the pictures that need to be retired from social media. <laughs> and uh, that was one of them. What was the other? There was one um, <laughs> like the one where you're – on your beach vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're finally relaxing on the beach, so you take a picture of your feet and the ocean in the background. Yeah. And you say, my office for the next week. It's so good. Yeah. Again, the first time I saw it, I was like, ooh. That's I'm going to do stuff. that on my next vacation. That's good stuff. And then you started to see it every single time someone went to Cancun or whatever. I'm going to do it next time we travel for work and I'm in just some craptacular hotel room. I'm going to do that. Take a picture of the brick wall that's right outside my hotel room window. My office for the next week. Yeah, that's good stuff. And the same vein, it's the one where some people just write like Cancun 2019. And they write that in in the sand. Oh, yeah. Oh, Puerto Vallarta 2014. I want to see this one retired, Bryce. Oh, hard hands. Were you amazed at how quickly I made hard hands? It appears it's not your first time. I didn't even have to think about it. I actually make pretty good hard hands. Look at that. Well, maybe that's your thing now. No, not a chance. (laughs) I often think, though, what if I was at a, I don't know, a family reunion or something, and whoever was taking the picture said, okay, okay, Andrew's family, okay, everybody, Heart hands, I would not be able to do it, and I'd probably get kicked out of my family photo. Yeah, and with good cause, I would say. <laughs> for, way to, way to not be part of the team. Oh. But <laughs> mine, and I know I'm alone on this one, and that it just drives parents insane when I say it, but uh, pictures that need to be retired, your kid on the first day of school standing outside on the porch. So cold, Bryce. I know. Maybe it's because I don't have a little Bryce running around. One day you will be taking pictures of little Bryce on the front step on day one of school. Maybe. I guarantee you will. (laughs) Maybe. But for now, I'm like, on the first day of school at the beginning of September, that's all I see in my Facebook is pictures of kids getting ready on the first day. And then same deal on the last days of June. Yeah. Then you get get to see the side by side. This is what they look like nine months ago. Like, oh, they look exactly the same. I thought of the one that got us talking about this. It just occurred to me. 
the hospital bracelet. Oh, yes. That's our favorite. That's the worst one. The hospital bracelet with no explanation. Yeah, because you're just fishing at that point. You're just like, everybody, I need you in the comment section now. Yeah. They'll write something like, it's been a long night. It's just a picture of their hospital bracelet. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get the, oh, my God, what happened? Are you okay? Message me if you need to talk. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. They're fishing. Yeah. And you find out that they just they have pink eye. Yeah. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song. 